Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic is Uganda and Ugandan cuisine. Let's get started. The local currency in Uganda is the Uganda shilling. Internet data packages in Uganda are cheap and they're very easy to set up. So we're going to talk to our world travelers. Make sure you ensure that your smartphone is unlocked before you arrive in Uganda. Uh, because the internet data packages are cheap and easy. If you are not from Uganda, you are called a Zungu. <laughs> that sounds like a curse word. But if you're not from Uganda, the locals call you, call you a Uzungu. Children are considered orphans. If they have lost one or both parents. So that's interesting. In the country of Uganda, if you have only had one parent pass away, you are considered an orphan. Mass transit in Uganda is a white minivan called a taxi. If you hire a private car, it is called a special hire. There is no daylight savings time in Uganda. So there is no daylight saving time in Uganda. The capital city of Uganda is called Kampalia. Local beer in Uganda costs less than $2, and it comes in a half a liter bottle. So there's a lot of people I know personally that might be taking a trip to Uganda. Uh, let's say that again. Local beer in Uganda costs less than $2, and it comes in half-liter bottles. The real Uganda's volunteer guesthouse security gate is locked every night by 1030. They highly recommend that you do not drink the water in Uganda. I'm going to say this again because we have three types of listeners to this show. We have people that actually travel the world and have been to the places I talk about. We have people who are like me who don't have any money to travel, but they like to learn about different countries. And then our third group of people that listen to this show are the people that are enthusiasts of cooking. And they listen to the show to get an idea for a different meal each week. So if you are, are one of our world travelers... Do not drink the water in Uganda. Malaria-carrying mosquitoes are active from midnight to 5 a.m. And they don't make a sound. So there are malaria-carrying mosquitoes in Uganda. And they are active from midnight to 5 a.m. The two major English-language newspapers are the New Vision and the Daily Monitor. The most common ailment suffered by the Ugandan volunteers is dehydration. So if you're going to travel to Uganda, make sure you bring electrolytes or oral rehydration salts. All right, let's say that again because that's pretty important. 
The most common ailment suffered in Uganda from people that are visiting or, or helping out is dehydration. So make sure you have electrolyte fluids when you're in Uganda. The roast pork in Uganda is amazing, according to travelers. So this is according to travelers who have traveled to the country. The roast pork in Uganda is absolutely delicious. A permit to go see the gorillas in Uganda is $700. And that is, uh, that is done by the Ugandan Wildlife Authority. People in Uganda do not say hi. They always make it more uh, personable by saying, how are you? So hi is not common in U- Uganda. Uh, It is common for someone to say, how are you, instead of just hi. There's a gym, pool, shower, and good food at the hotel in Mukambo. So that's, it's called the Celine Hotel. So Uganda does not have much modern uh, facilities, but there is a gym, a pool, a shower, and good food at the hotel in Mukano. Lunchtime in Uganda is 1 p.m. or later, and and dinner will be served after 9 p.m. So if you're in Uganda, it is typical to eat lunch at around 1 p.m. and dinner around 9 p.m. If you have to urinate in Uganda, they call it making a short call. Ha, ha, ha. So if you hear somebody in Uganda telling that telling you that they have to make a short call, that is that means they have to urinate. You must apply for your Ugandan tourist visa online before you get there. So before you travel to Uganda, you have to you have to apply for your Ugandan tourist visa online before you get there. Constantly collect small bills and coins for village purchases. So if you're on your way to Uganda, be sure to try to get a lot of small bills and coins for your purchases in the village. Potatoes in Uganda are referred to as Irish. If someone in Uganda says you've grown fat, it is a compliment. I want to dwell on that. Because this is episode number 76, and I have covered 75 other countries around the world. And a lot of countries around the world, if they tell you you've gotten fat, it's actually a compliment. Now, this show is recorded in the USA, in Philadelphia, and that is actually an insult. But there are a lot of countries around the world, if someone tells you you're getting fat, it's actually a compliment. Go with a drift if you want to go whitewater rafting and bungee jumping. They give you a deal. So if you're going to go whitewater rafting or bungee jumping jumping in Uganda, there's a company called ADRIFT, Adrift. And they have the best deals. If you're in the mood for a night out, there's a place called Kampala. There's a town 
that has a nightlife. So here's another interesting thing about Uganda. Before I researched this show, the only Uganda I ever heard of was the WWE wrestler, the Ugandan Giant. I didn't know about the country, so when I saw Uganda and I, I learned that we did not cover Uganda, that was one of the reasons I picked this country. And I would have never known that they actually have a town that has a good nightlife. Uh, I always thought, I didn't know it was that uh, developed. But there is a town in Uganda called Kampala. And it has an actual, absolutely amazing nightlife. Okay. A Rolex is an omelet wrapped in a... Okay, in Uganda, a popular food is called a Rolex, and it's not the watch like you would think. A Rolex in Uganda is an omelet wrapped in meat. There is no airport departure tax at the international airport. There is actually a woman named Esther. This is how small... According to travelers, there's a woman named Esther who is the guest house manager at the resort in Uganda. And she's supposed to be amazing. There is good internet at the GoNet Cafe. The best pizza in Uganda is at the Two Friends Restaurant. Now keep in mind, most of you probably have never known anything about the country of Uganda. So not only is Uganda a developed country, but they have a resort with a swimming pool and gyms, and they have uh, a pizza place that is pretty good, and they have a good nightlife. You probably didn't know that. The only thing I've ever known about Uganda before this episode is the wrestler from the WWE. Uh, he was the Ugandan giant. He was from Uganda. That is the only thing I knew about Uganda until we did our research. Christians and Muslims live together in harmony in Uganda. Peanuts in Uganda are called G-nuts. Uh, Ugandans do not usually like confrontation. So it is not a wise idea to yell at a, at a Ugandan. Uh, they're very, they do not like confrontation. You might get hurt. Barclays Bank has ATM cards. Uh, so if you have an ATM card, there's one bank in the main, uh, pl- in main section of Uganda that takes ATMs. When Ugandans speak English... They often replace I with R. So play becomes prey, if that makes any sense. You can get great sandwiches, pizza, or salad, and amazing chocolate milkshakes in Uganda. If you are an open person and very relaxed, Ugandans love you. So if you're very calm and you're relaxed, the Ugandan people will take to you. If you, ha- if you don't have an unlocked smartphone, 
A local phone that you can buy in Uganda is cheap and it's very easy to connect. So if you're going to travel to Uganda, uh, keep in mind that they have cell phones that you can buy that are easy and cheap to connect if you don't want to bring your cell phone. There's a... And one of the favorite drinks in Uganda is called a fresh passion fruit juice. All right. Bring earplugs if you can't sleep in a noisy environment. So keep in mind, in Uganda, it's very loud at night. Make sure you bring some earplugs. As a pedestrian, you do not have the right of way. So you know how in most countries you have the right of way when you're crossing the street? That's not the case in Uganda. All right. The electricity, this is important. The electricity in Uganda can go out at any time for 4 to 24 hours. And they call it load shedding. And this is our 76th country that we have covered on this show. And I cannot tell you how many countries we have covered where it's very common for the electricity to go out for four to six hours a day. There are, very, uh, there are a lot of countries around the world that will lose electricity uh, for several hours a day. So if you have electricity con- consistently where you live, be grateful. The population of Uganda is 41 million. It is about the same size as the state of Oregon. So the population of Uganda is 41 million, roughly. It's about the same size as the state of Oregon. Uganda celebrates Independence Day on October 9th. So the Independence Day for Uganda is on October 9th. MasterCard uh, does not work in Uganda. So if your credit card is only a MasterCard, they do not have MasterCards. They do, the MasterCard does not work there. All right. Uh, basic school supplies are very cheap in Uganda, so it's a waste of time to bring anything related to school supplies. All right, hold on. We're just looking for the interesting stuff. There's a lot of research here. I don't want to... Uh, zip lining is a, is a popular thing to do in Uganda. All right. There is an international medical center in Mukano, the capital, uh, that will treat you for dehydration if you happen to get dehydrated on your trip to Uganda. Keep in mind, the number one ailment in the country of Uganda is dehydration. So if you're traveling to Uganda and you get dehydrated, there is actually a... There's an international medical place that will help you if you get dehydrated. It's called the International Medical Center of Vulcano. All right. Okay, so just a reminder. 
you are listening to Learn About World Cuisine. And what happens is, each week, I pick a different country from around the world. And in real time, now I used to write this show. It used to take me six hours to write this show. But we have gotten more listeners from me just doing it off the top of my head. So now what I do is in real time, I go through and I research a different country from around the world. And I'll go through the information I, he- I see and I give you the most interesting stuff from each country around the world. And we have uh, the show has gone up 600% in listeners uh, when I stopped writing it and I started doing everything in real time. So what I do is I do the research live. I pretty much roll out of my bed, go over to my uh, home studio, and uh, do the research and do everything live on the air. And it has worked. So uh, today we're studying Uganda. And let's go into the cuisine. All right. Ugandan cuisine includes various vegetables, potatoes, yams, bananas, and other tropical fruits. Chicken, pork, and fresh fish uh, is very popular in Uganda. Beef, goat, and mutton are all commonly eaten in Uganda. Uh, although the, among the rural poor, meats are consumed less than in any, any other areas. So like we just said, Uganda is not a wealthy country. So there are a lot of places in Uganda where meat is consumed much less than the other parts. And we have done many shows like that. Uh, main dishes in Uganda are usually centered on a sauce or a stew. Uh, The stew is usually made of ground nuts, beans, or meat. And keep in mind, if you see pauses, that's just me looking for interesting stuff. Uh, At breakfast time, they eat a thick porridge called pasho. For main meals, white maize flour is added to the saucepan and stirred into the pasho until the consistency is firm. It is then turned out onto a serving plate and cut into individual slices. Cassava, yams, and African sweet potatoes are also eaten commonly in Uganda. Uh, They call potatoes in Uganda, they call potatoes Irish. And potatoes and rice are very common in the Ugandan diet. So keep in mind, if you go to Uganda and you hear the word Irish, that is their word for potatoes. Soybeans were promoted as a healthy food staple in the 1970s, especially for breakfast. So soybeans is common in Uganda. Uh, Asian flatbreads are also part of the Ugandan cuisine. All right. Various leafy greens are grown in Uganda, and they can be boiled in the stews or served as side dishes in fancier homes. Fruits such as bananas and pineapples are plentiful in Uganda. 
and are commonly consumed, whether cooked in foods or eaten alone as snacks. All right, let's see some traditional foods. Porridge is a traditional breakfast in Uganda. Uh, Okay. Ground nuts are a vital staple in Uganda, and a ground nut sauce is probably the most commonly eaten sauce. So once again, their main meal usually has a lot of sauce, and uh, their most popular sauce is groundnut sauce, and that is eaten very common in Uganda. All right. Roasted sesame paste is mixed into a stew of beans or greens and served as a side dish in Uganda. Green bananas, not plantains, green bananas are boiled or steamed, mashed and cooked in and served with a sauce of peanuts. That is very common in Uganda. All right, here's my tip of the day for our home cooks. We have a lot of home cooks that like to listen to the show and get ideas for what they should cook. And my tip of the day, if you're at home and you're looking to cook something from around the world by listening to this show, L-U, go to Google and look up L-U-W-O-M-B-O. And that is a traditional Ugandan dish in which a stew of chicken, beef, mushrooms, or fish is steamed inside banana leaves. So I want to. I'm talking to my home cooks. A traditional Ugandan dish is spelled L U W O M B O, and it is a traditional Ugandan dish in which a stew of chicken, beef, mushrooms, or fish is steamed inside banana leaves. So that is my ho- my tip for my home cooks. All right, I think we're going to wrap it up. Let's see what time we're at. 22 minutes. All right, today we learned about Uganda. And like I said, when I was researching this episode, the only thing I knew about Uganda before today is that the wrestler from the WWF, the Ugandan giant, was from Uganda. I knew nothing about Uganda. And today, because of this fantastic episode, we learned that Uganda has a population of 41 million people. It's the size of the state of Oregon. The number one ailment in Uganda is dehydration. But something I didn't know before this episode is that there are nightclubs in Uganda. There are hotels with swimming pools and gyms. And there is a place in Uganda with an incredible nightlife. So once again, if you're a first-time listener, I want you to go to your favorite podcast platform. I want you to subscribe to learn about world cuisine. Each and every week, I go through a different country from around the world. We have covered, I have covered 76 of them. And I give you the most interesting thing about each country around the world. 
Now, I used to spend six hours writing this show. I stopped doing that, and I started doing the research in real time because people like it better that way. So, uh, basically, I go to the Internet, I research a country, and in real time, I give you the most interesting facts about each country. Check out my archives. Uh, my number one most downloaded show of all time is Tokyo. Uh, I've covered every major part of the world. I've covered Greece. I've covered, I covered pretty much everywhere. I am disappointed to tell you that the episode last week uh, where I covered Saudi Arabia was the lowest rated episode I've ever done. So keep in mind, if you're not happy with the country I'm covering, uh, there are 75 other countries from around the world on the podcast platform. So if you're not interested in the particular country I'm covering, there are 75 more shows you can look at. Uh, Basically, a podcast is similar to a library. Basically, you can go to a podcast platform just like you can go to a library and you look at the books and you can choose what book interests you the most. So if I cover a country and you're not interested, simply go for another country. I have 75 more on the podcast platform. My favorite episode is North Korea. I've covered North Korea. I've covered Russia. I've covered Ukraine. I've covered, uh, you know, I've covered uh, Iceland. I've covered pretty much every country uh, that you have heard of from around the world. So keep in mind, the podcast is similar to a library. If you go to a library and you look at a book and you're not interested in a book, you pick another one. I have 75 on the platform. I am happy to report that our show, I posted it on our social media, that my show is in the top 200 in five different countries around the world. So this is the top in the top 200 in five different countries. So if you go to the podcast platform, think of it as a library. So I have done 76 countries. So if you go to the library and you're not interested on the particular topic I covered that week, just like in a library, there's 75 other books or podcasts that you can look at. Uh, I've covered every single spot that you can think of, all the major ones. I've covered Greece. I've covered Italy. I've covered any country that's known for food. I've covered Tokyo. I've covered Great Britain. I've covered Ireland. I've covered uh, Sweden. Every major company, uh, country that is known for food has already been done. So if you go to the podcast platform and you look at a topic that I covered, such as Saudi Arabia, and you're saying to yourself, I'm not really interested, uh, just like a, libra- a book library, you just pick another one. Now, a podcast is similar to a library. So if you go to the podcast platform and you see a topic that I covered and you're not interested, much like a book in a library, podcasts have other episodes. I have 75 more. Uh, you can listen to this show on every single podcast platform, including Spotify, uh, 
iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Uh, you can instruct your Amazon device to play Learn About World Cuisine. Uh, this show is available pretty much everywhere. Uh, if you enjoy this show, I want you to go to your favorite podcast platform. I want you to subscribe to Learn About World Cuisine. And then I want you to subscribe to another show called Food, Farms, and Chefs. That is the professional show. Uh, we record in a professional radio studio in Philadelphia. And we are interviewing some of the biggest names in the food world. Uh, some of the biggest names in the food world have been on that show. There are 164 of those episodes. So keep in mind, the podcast is just like a library with books. You go to the podcast platform, you pick the podcast or the book you're interested in, and then you can listen. A lot of people go to iTunes. They download hundreds of episodes at one time. So if you're not happy with the current topic, uh, there are 75 other topics that you can choose from. Uh, Food Farms and Chefs has the world's favorite radio announcer, myself. And we have a very highly acclaimed chef who has cooked for the Pope and the players at the Super Bowl. Uh, and the other co-host is a very successful food photojournalist. And on that show, they we interview some of the biggest names in the food world. And we are having a contest on that show uh, that is available on your favorite podcast platform right now. The best part about Food Farms and Chefs is that uh, you can go to Facebook. And if you're a regular listener to this show, you know that there are hundreds of millions of people worldwide. I've covered it on a lot of our episodes. There are literally hundreds of millions of Facebook users around the world. And Food Farms and Chefs is available on Facebook. So I want everyone to go to facebook.com forward slash Food Farms Chefs. No N. No end. So go to facebook.com from your mobile device, uh, your mobile app. Go forward slash Food Farms Chefs. And all 164 of our past episodes are available on the Food Farms and Chefs Facebook page. And as you know from listening to this show, there are literally hundreds of millions of Facebook users worldwide. And all of them can listen to Food Farms and Chefs right from Facebook. Uh, if you're new to this show... Keep in mind, each week, I used to spend six hours writing this show. I no longer do that. I just go in real time, and uh, we go through the most interesting stuff about each country around the world. So what you need to do is you need to go to your favorite podcast platform. You need to subscribe to Food Farms and Chefs. And then you need to subscribe to Learn About World Cuisine. And like I said, Learn About World Cuisine, you guys are very good. Uh, we are in the top 200 in five different countries around the world. So if you like this show, check out Food Farms and Chefs. And the best part about Food Farms and Chefs, 
as the regular listeners to this show are fully aware of, is that Food Farms and Chefs are on Facebook. So as we have covered on this show, there are hundreds of millions of Facebook users around the world, and all of them can listen to Food Farms and Chefs by going to facebook.com forward slash Food Farms Chefs. And we have 164 shows. Now keep in mind, a podcast is very similar to a library. Instead of having books, we have audio shows. So if you go to the podcast platform, think of that as a library. Think of the shows as books. So if you're not interested in the particular topic that week, this show has 75 more uh, topics to choose from. So that is the best part about podcasting. So I want to thank everyone for joining us. Uh, Keep in mind, 88% of the listeners to this show are not in the USA. Uh, They are from around the world. Uh, 88% are in other countries, even though this show is recorded in the United States. Out of those 88%, a large majority of listeners to this show are listening from are the great people in India. And if you're in India, uh, you make up the bulk of our audience, and you are listening from the Ghana podcast platform. So I want everyone, in uh, our great friends in India, if you're listening to the show for the first time, keep in mind that this show is available on the Ghana podcast platform, G-A-A-N-A, Ghana. That is the podcast platform in India that carries our show, uh, my show. 88% of my listeners are listening from, uh, are from other countries. A large majority of those listeners are listening in the great country of India from the Ghana podcast platform. India is the number one country that listens to this show, and we want to thank our great friends in India for supporting the show. Once again, if it's Friday, it's time for you to go to your favorite podcast platform and listen to Learn About World Cuisine. We'll see you next week.